Brady. If you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Here we go in three, two, one. Welcome to Not A Competition Podcast with your host, Mr. Magnificent Mario Adamo Jr. And his co-host, hailing from the suburbs of New York, Sean Brady. Brady, how's it going, everybody? Uh, Happy to be here. Um, Wow, what an intro. You swapped the names. I feel like that's the first time that's ever happened. Crazy. I don't know why. Well, you wanted excitement last podcast, so I figured I'd deliver. Oh, my gosh. It delivered. Um, It delivered. And what's exciting is, like, we're here. We are on the cusp. We're a week away from our week one breakdown, our week one five-by-fives, our game bets, like, all those fun things. Um, But today, we're going to do the draft recap of our leagues that we drafted this past weekend i'm excited we have a couple leagues we're playing in together you got one league you're in by yourself not a one team league but like just you and i am not in it yeah it's just me drafted, <laughs> drafted all the top players i can I see that on twitter team. where it's just like hey someone rate my team and it's just like are you in a one-man league yes yes i Ooh. am yeah it's uh josh allen christian mccaffrey Derek Handy, Henry, Standard League, obviously, Standard League. Ooh. Um, and then I have Jonathan Taylor in the flex, running with a Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Um, and then I think I may drop Taylor, though, uh, for Damian Pierce. That's what I, <laughs> you know, he's seeming like the good pick. So I think I'm going to go with that. But that's where we're sitting right Easy now. One Number five. one tight end, obviously. Mark we'll Andrews. say it at the same time. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> We're looking at different data. We must be looking at different uh, rankings. We have to pass I'm looking through. at this guy, Mario Adamo Jr.'s data. Oh. And he's a big believer. Do tell. <laughs> uh, our boy, Mario, is uh, cheating on me, splitting time <laughs> with the good old folks at QB List. Mm-hmm. Uh, no free ads. No free ads. Don't check them out. Um, and he's got his... His 150 rankings coming up for PPR. Though you wouldn't know it if you looked at it, folks. You wouldn't know it if you looked at it. Sitting high atop. I'm not going to say first. Uh, You know, spoilers. You got to check it out yourself. You can see see where he is. But (laughs) wildly high. It's our boy Derek Henry. Um, This is, again, PPR. You know, Please. Derrick Henry could put Derrick up 40 Henry. points a game some games, he, like a monster. So it's not crazy crazy, but it's a little crazy. Brady, I want to give you a quick update on his game, his points per game. Um, like, I'm going to go over his game log before he got hurt, okay? All right. He pl- hit me with it. He started the season last year, and these are all going to be PPR, because that's what we're talking about. S- mm-hmm. Opens the season, 6.8 PPR. Rough. But bear with me, because it gets exciting after that. After that, we got... S- oh, I'm I'm bearing <laughs> with you. After that, week two, 16.4. Week- wait, wait. I'm going to read along with you um, Christian McCaffrey's. Okay, stuff. I'd like okay, that. So your first one was eight? 6.8. Okay, McCaffrey's was 27.7. Huge difference. Uh, give it to McCaffrey. Week two, 16.4. McCaffrey was 24.7. There we go. Two for two for McCaffrey. Week three, 35.6. McCaffrey got hurt this week. Tough. So it's only a six. Tough. 
Um, and then week, so at week four, 31 points. Week five, 25.7. Week six, 19.4. His second lowest since um, that week one span. And then week seven, 47.7. You win this week. If we're counting games of 30 plus points, he's got two of them. And I consider those just weak winners. Even the 25 is a weak winner. I thought winner. he had three when I checked. Uh, I see. T- I- Doesn't he have. He has oh, three, okay. three. Oh, he does. He has a 31. How did I miss? Because there's no decimal. He also has a 31 <laughs> yeah, I point that week. Yesterday, and I was like, he's a monster. He had three games of three touchdowns. It's great. That's just week win. His other games, though, he's in this in the teens usually. McCaffrey here, but take out the two games he got injured. He had five games last year. 27, 24, 14, 26, 24. So he he gets the job done. I mean, when you're getting receptions of 9, 5, 4, 10, and 7, you're going to have in the 20 stats when you're the starting running back. I guess safer floor. Those kind of receptions. You're right. When you're getting 10 receptions, that's just a safer floor. But I'm going for my big win, 30-point potential. Um, and it's like, what? That's Here's not, the thing. Yeah. In those 30-point games, if I remember correctly... He had at least three touchdowns. In three each touchdowns. Game. Three touchdowns in each. How often are you getting that? How often year? are you getting that? Handily. That's how often you're three getting Three is great. Three is great. And on a full season, maybe like five or something would be nice. But And you're winning those weeks maybe. So it is huge. He's a top guy. Out of but, eight weeks he played in fully, eight weeks he played, three of them he got three touchdowns that's a little under half a little under half of the games he played last year he got three touchdowns i don't know if that's if we go back two years uh i don't know if he was getting three touchdowns in most of those games but maybe he does maybe he does i like the floor in quotes that mccaffrey provides because if you're getting he has four out of his five games above 24 points and if you're getting that like you're in a good place to win too. So like, <laughs> you're in a good place. It's not exactly a bad. McCaffrey place. very close, very close to Derrick Henry. But your boy Tractor Cito is the one of one <laughs> in our hearts and in our rankings. I that just shows you though exactly how crazy he is in standard. Because I'm willing to bet you take maybe three to four points off of all those games because that's how many max receptions he probably got in them. <laughs> and that's his standard score. He probably has two games over 30 in standard in those Still three. Games. Still three. Still three. Still three. <laughs> 31. He didn't even his have His 31 one. was a consistent no targets, no, no receptions. <laughs> he just did it all the hard way. Oh, no. His Poor biggest guy. jump is from 47 to 41. And if 41 is not enough, for you then derrick henry can't do it for you then i'm sorry he can only do so much he's only mortal <laughs> he can six six receptions in one game those six nice receptions and one they were just pouring or, on they were or trick maybe playing. like three for 30 yards or something no th- six receptions um, 50 yards insane yeah if you if you take away ppr from mccaffrey on the other hand you have four games over 17.9 points still but, good you still know good. so still good but like in standard but not quite what he is in uh ppr crazy ppr monsters anyway mario's got some wacky other rankings i just want to shout out a few of them here he's got travis kelsey and uh mark andrews obviously on his list here but obviously nine spots away from each other nine spot difference 
He is 11 over QB lists ranking on Travis Kelsey. And he is, for Mark Andrews, he is eight spots ahead. So he kind of swip-swapped them and uh, put Mark Andrews at the tail end of the first, beginning of the second, and Travis Kelsey at tail end second, beginning of third. I see those two as, like, very similar this year. I'm a little more of a Kelsey believer because he's done I'm the best for five or more years now. Um, and Mark Andrews has been... Uh, fluctuating, you know, he's been, he's had years where it was like he's still a good tight end to own, but a little bit more touchdown dependent, wasn't quite getting the yards. And then last year, the yards started ra- racking up too with those touchdowns and made him the powerhouse he is. So he can do he's young ish. Uh, he can do it again <laughs> this year, and I think he'll be good. But I do like Kelsey a little bit better for that consistency. Yeah, a little Mario, spicy. obviously. A believer in Mark. Mark Andrews Andrew, running it back for a while. He's running it back. I'm happy enough to get him in one of my two big leagues. Excuse me. Um. So we're gonna just run it with him, Kelsey. We're a fan of Kelsey, but I don't know. I know he's had the consistency, but it has to end at one point. I think I'm a little. I think this is the year the Chiefs will take a mini step back. Like I have Mahomes a little lower than some other people too. I think I could see that one for sure. And I think there's a little bit that's gonna go hand in hand because I think. Kelsey, although he still does the targets, he still gets the receptions, he still gets the yards, I do kind of see touchdowns as a whole regressing on this team. I think losing Hill, he's kind of like, he almost has that Curry effect where it's like the the just you're playing a different game because this player is on the field or on the court. Sure. So I think that as a I whole, think, they go back, which opens up that right. window for the gap. I think that's a, it's a very interesting team this year because... As many points you could argue for him to regress. Oh, touchdowns are going to regress for them this year, so Kelsey will get less touchdowns. Kelsey had a low year for touchdowns last year. So if he bounces back to his mean and then regresses a little, he has the same he had last year. So pretty solid, and he could have more yards with the absence of Hill being the main guy even more so. Same thing with Mahomes. I do think that it's prop Mahomes will probably be worse off this year, but... When you're like, okay, he has less people to go to. They're doubling Kelsey. He's by the goal line. Am I just running it in a little bit more frequently? Maybe he's he's scoring more fantasy points this year. So, like, he might have to do more just to compensate. He'll get a few more interceptions, be a worse real-life QB. He's going to be a little farther from that end zone, that red zone. I think they're going to get there less. I think their kicker (laughs) is going to be more successful. But I really think that's going to be, like, Therein lies the rub. But we'll see how much Juju kind of helps them. You know, like they lost a piece, right. they gained a piece. We'll see. But I'm excited yeah, to see I think that Juju team. is solid. I don't think he's um, he's trash or anything. Um, I want to talk about two wide receivers I'm looking at here. Please. That have uh, the Mario seal of disapproval. Devontae Adams, you have eight spots back from QB list. Um, and three wide receivers back. You have him going wide receiver eight. They have him as wide receiver five. Is it the PPR? Is he not going to have a high volume because Renfro and Waller are there? Is it just being with a worse QB? Like, what's your play on that? No, I think a little bit is just being with a worse QB. I think that it's also a different scheme, right? Like, when you're in Green Bay, it's very much like kind of like that hero ball where – Aaron Rodgers wants to be the hero and wants to force it to Devontae Adams. They have that chemistry. They have that relationship. I know there's some chemistry with uh, Carr. They played in college, Adams and Carr. But anytime there's someone on a new team, I'm hesitant. 
Uh, I think there's a lot of good wide receivers on the board above him. Um, and because I'm going to actually pivot this a little bit because who I have is my wide receiver five, who Cubilius has Devontae Adams as their wide receiver, wide receiver five. I have Michael Pittman Jr. Um, mm-hmm. You have him going 15th off the board. Yes. Um, six, six wide receivers ahead of what they have at wide receiver 11. Almost a little bit of a swap here, but I'm really high. I think he finishes top five in PPR. He's kind of... I see... The offense shifting a little bit. I think Jonathan Taylor is still going to be the workhorse, still going to be the shining focal point. But with Matt Ryan, he's a gunslinger. I think he still wants to show he's got a little bit of that gunslinger. I wouldn't say it was the cleanest breakup with Atlanta Matt Ryan had. So I think he kind of wants to show he's got a little bit of oomph still left in the tank. Little Tom Brady uh, situation. He's like, I'm going to go win the Super Bowl now. Stafford did it. Brady did it. <laughs> it's just that time. easy, guys. You just change teams and you win the Super Bowl your first year. <laughs> yeah, but... The only problem with Matt Ryan was he he's like, oh, I switched teams. I'm going to win the Super Bowl now. And then Russell Wilson's like, I'm going to switch teams. Oh, he's like, shit. oh, no. Well, now oh, no. <laughs> at least we have our Super Bowl matchup. Like, just lock that in right now. Um, <laughs> there you go. But so that's what I kind of see here. And Michael Pittman, he has a bunch of good advanced stats from last year, including, like, catchable balls caught. Um, mm-hmm. He has really good route running skills. So I see him kind of advancing. And then with Adams being on a new team, Without that hero ball in Aaron Rodgers, um, I'm kind of releasing the brakes a little bit. All right. Um, the other wide receiver I wanted to talk about was C.D. Lamb here. You have him going at 29th off the board, where uh, QB list has him at 18, which is a difference in wide receiver group. You have him at <laughs> wide receiver 13. They have him at wide receiver 6. Huge shot. Not believing that he's going to fully take over this role, not believing fully in Dallas's offense what's the thought process here here it's a little bit of dallas's offense as a whole i think that they're not going to do i think they're going to be great i think zeke's going to do well i think dak's going to do well but i think everyone is just like a little too high on them because they're the cowboys it's like the cowboys tax um is what i'm going to call this where they're just bumped up a little bit more because they're the cowboys they have that name brand it's like the lakers effect of the nba but so I'm also thinking just like long-term over the season. I think people are really sleeping on Michael Gallup um, because he got hurt last year, specifically kind of at the end of last year. But if I recall, he got paid this offseason. Someone fact-check me on that. But I'm pretty sure Michael Gallup got paid. (laughs) I won't. (laughs) Yeah, I won't either. Um, So we'll say Michael Gallup (laughs) got paid this offseason. He's following the money. Um, Following the money. I just And with Gallup, he... um, He's already off of the pup list. He like I on ESPN today. I actually had to remove him from my IR spot because he's not going to be out anymore. Like I was kind of hoping to dra- mm-hmm. to pick up one extra player, um, but my waiver fell through because I had to move him out of my IR spot. So I think Gallup's back sooner than anticipated, and I think he's going to really shine in that wide receiver two role. Because from what I've seen with Dak, when I'm thinking of Dak and Amari Cooper. Um, like, he's not really the guy to, like, force-feed a one. He's not going to force-feed a star. Like, last year there was some debates about Cooper and Lamb, and I think Cooper mm-hmm. maybe finished a little bit more points than Lamb, but it was still kind of close. And so I kind of see Gallup coming in where it's like, yes, Gallup is the wide receiver too, but he's going to get a little bit more of his than people are expecting. People are expecting him to have an empty dog bowl, but he's going to be well-fed. Mm. Um, so couple of couple of other ones I want to mention. We don't have to get too deep into them. Yeah, honorable um, mentions. The Higgins hate 
obviously, because I like Higgins, so you had this shit on him a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, got him going 37 to QB list 29 off the board. Um, I just saw another one, uh, wide receiver, that I wanted to mention if I could find his ass again. Uh, Alan Lazard, you're loving him. Loving Alan 77 Lazard. 77 off, off uh, your board, 96 off QB list board. Maybe your biggest uh, jump here by number. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, we could go into QB here. Obviously, we got Kyler Murray hate. Like, that much is playing <laughs> here. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. Following the money, I do see Christian Kirk here. Uh, you have him at 71. QB list has him at 94. I personally believe more in following money on this one than your Gallup pick. I don't think Hell Gallup yeah. will be bad. But I do think Christian Kirk's going to get his. Like Christian Kirk's going to get his. He's going to be the number one. They have to target him a bunch because they paid him. It's going to be like a Cook situation where I don't think he's going to be sexy necessarily, but he's just going to be a solid producer. Here's, here's a quick little fun thing for you. When Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. took his big leap, right? That was his second year in the NFL. When Carson Wentz mm-hmm. got MVP votes, that was his second year in the NFL. Now you have Trevor Lawrence, second year in the NFL. You just paid a wide receiver to be his guy. If you're Doug Peterson, you took that job because you love Trevor Lawrence and you want to get him a shiny toy to throw to. You want to get him his Devontae (laughs) Adams where it's like, hey, listen, this offense is going to flow through you. And so I see that with Christian Kirk. I've been really targeting him in a lot of my drafts because I think that the upside is just out of this world and, and for him. And you get a good discount for him, which is nice. When you but, uh, when you're getting him in the seventies, like that's what I'm saying. Like if his yeah. ADP is ninety four, it's like target him with your seventy eighty pick. Like that's not going to be wasted, it's especially depending on like what side of the draft you're on. Maybe you're like at the end, etc. But like target Christian Kirk. Now, the question is, I don't know Doug Peterson's relation with these players, but is it that their second year in the NFL, they were in MVP talks, or their second year with Doug Peterson? Second year in the NFL. Because it's his first. It's his first with Peterson. First with Peterson. Lamar never had Peterson. Lamar Jackson, when he exploded, it was second year in the NFL. I I missed that. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. I was looking for another QB that you uh, have wildly. But your QBs are pretty in line. QBs, we have Tua, I think, a little bit higher. And I think think we had Lamar a little bit higher than... um, What's it called? I mean, here we go. Let's do... It looks from here that your rankings are like four or five guys up, this and that. Yeah, Tua is a significant one. You have him 13 spots higher, but it's only a QB difference of 15 to 16. Yeah, so I guess that's true. So significantly higher drafted, but not necessarily... Um, I, I guess also when you're in like, yeah, the 15, 16s, it's like, bro, who's drafting at this rank? <laughs> People just wiling out here. Um, Trevor Lawrence Let's see. I'll add uh, that. I lost the ability to scroll, apparently. Oh, because you, you, you broke it down. There we that go. Makes sense. Do it live. Um, okay, so let's let's take a look. I want to just last look at um, some running backs here and see if there's any significant ones. We already discussed Derrick Henry. Mario's number one off the board. Cubulus number eight off the board. A difference in running back of one for Mario to running back six for Cubulus. Huge. And because of that, you had to slight someone. And the someone you chose to slight was my boy, Najee Harris, who you have going 11th off the board. QB list has him as 6th off the board. The difference in running back rank of 8 for you and 5 for QB list. 
why are you not feeling Najee? Or is it just a matter of too many other guys are ahead of him here? A little bit of that. I'm not going to say it's fully that, and I'll get to why in a second. But I will just give a little respect. Like, I think Swift is going to be good this year. I think I, I'm a huge Mixon stand. Like, that's not stopping. Dalvin Cook in a new offense with a new offensive-minded coach. Um, so I like all those guys more. But to Najee specifically, like, I did make the conscious decision to tick him down because, think about it, you have Mitch there. But if Mitch fails, you're going to move to the rookie quarterback. But I really think they want to give Mitch that confidence. Like, I know a lot of I people... think the rookie quarterback's coming in no matter what at some point. See, that's... Year. He had a good preseason. I'm thinking that they're going the Aaron Rodgers route where the he he's just sitting. He's just like, listen, you're not going to be starting. We're gonna get... uh, well, Aaron Rodgers was sitting behind Brett Favre. I get it. Uh, listen, listen. <laughs> I get put this guy behind Mitch, I truly Mitch think Mitch is going to You need to get... learn from this guy. I think Mitch is going to get a majority of the starts because I think he's going to play good enough to not lose the job, and they're going to kind of be in the division. Like, I don't – that's my thoughts on it. I think that if they start doing poorly, you know, by like week five, six, if they're like, listen, we're probably not going to compete, you give it to the other guy. But I think they're going to win games with Mitch, so the coach isn't going to want to change anything, do anything. Because he really, Tomlin really strikes me as the player's coach. I don't think he's going to do that to Mitch. And I think that he's going to try to give Mitch the confidence. I think passing is going to be important here. Mm-hmm. Who's there? Like, people are high on Deontay Johnson. I don't, I don't see where I have him ranked at the moment. But if, like, they're going to be yeah, passing the ball. Hurt recently too i'm not sure if it was just like a whatever injury or what i forget i think he's at like the tail end of a recovery but i, I think he got hurt like a, mm-hmm. a month ago but he's he's still hurt but recovering um so i just see this being like more pass focused than anticipate than people are kind of like believing or like expecting mm-hmm. in pittsburgh so i kind of just see that and i that's why i'm bumping him down a little bit um like i think he's closer right. to a barkley type than to a dalvin cook type and that's kind of how other people have him ranked well, I'm just going to name a few here before I ask you one last question uh, about this list. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, Mario, has about eight higher than QB list. Uh, believer in some sort of, not even a bounce back, but Zeke was better than people remember last year. So I think that's what you're sticking with. You've already talked about it a little on the podcast. We see the Javante Williams hate a little bit in a um, nine spot difference. Mario at 33, QB is 24. You've already spoke a little about Javante on the podcast and the David Montgomery love you've also spoken about six places higher than QB list has him but the last one I want to talk about here is Elijah Mitchell who you have going 15 spots higher than QB list you have them 39th off the board at running back 18 QB list has them 54 off the board at RB 23 um what's the uh what's the logic behind this one are you believing that they're gonna go one back San Francisco all year long and just ride Elijah or is this a PPR related decision so this one I think it is a one back's gonna ride I know in the past couple years San Fran has always had that revolving door so people just have it stigmatized where oh like it's a committee in San Fran always but it's been a committee because people have gotten hurt and even Elijah himself got hurt he missed I think the last two weeks of last year but when you're doing your drafts, I think that you kind of, at least from my experience, you shelter the injury news a little bit. I think when you're drafting a guy, you, you're expecting him to play. Everybody gets hurt. Like Dalvin Cook's been hurt. McCaffrey's hurt. Henry. All these guys get hurt, but you're drafting them with the pretense that they don't get hurt. So if Elijah doesn't get hurt, I think he's the guy. I think he's the three down back in San Fran. I think that maybe Trey Lance is going to 
need someone to kind of work with. And I think as much as they're going to do the QB focused runs, I just don't know if I think Trey Lance is the kind of guy is going to have that instinct. Like not like that Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, like any of those guys who are more run first. I think Trey, they're going to try to breed into a little bit of a look for your guy, look for the tailback first. And I think Elijah's talented enough to get there. He was one of the best like waiver wire ads of the season last year. And I think the, the job is his. You could get some increased production out of the running back spot, too, with some option runs. Like, yeah, you could say, oh, the QB took yards from him, but it's not necessarily true. Great like, example in You may Miles open up Sanders. a hole a little bit more if yeah. you have that run game. My Any fear, well, not my fear, but any fear you have in poached rushing touchdowns from the QB position or not really? I think a little bit. I think that comes with risk. I think also, like, back to Derrick Henry, but um, – as my, he had a three touchdown games, but he had one or two zero touchdown games in his stretch. And that's kind of because they're going to do that. Uh, Tannehill is going to do that cutesy little option, the little bootleg and score. Right. I think there's definitely going to be designed runs for Trey, not only to boost his confidence, but because he's talented enough. But I think Elijah is kind of like that breakaway speed. Um, and I think as much as they're going to force it to Debo, I think forcing, I think Debo is going to attract a lot of attention to then open it up on the other side for Elijah. A little decoy up short in the red zone. There we go. All right. Well, uh, let's get in wow. to our drafts here. <laughs> yeah, Talk about, yeah, that was some Mario's rankings. You want to see the full rankings and dissect them and call them a piece of chode. Never you say that. You can do that when QB list releases their rankings. Um, Little sneaky peeky. Um, Little sneak peek. And and follow at Not A Comp Podcast. We're rejuvenated this season. We're actually going to tweet. I promise you, the viewers, there will be tweets when we post new episodes. The Twitter will be shit posting on just other fantasy like threads just to get involved, get engaged. So let's have fun with it. And we'll figure out if Mario's a liar or not by week five. <laughs> Um, so going into uh, one of our drafts here, this is my home league. Um, my team currently, the Rubber Dub Chubs, don't have Chubb anymore, so probably going to switch up Got that it. nickname Yo. at some point here. But here's who I do have. Um, and Mario, I don't know, do you want to just go through our teams, talk about what we like and dislike, and talk about what we like and dislike about each other's? Do you... I, like, we could go through the drafts, but I feel like that has a bigger chance to meander a little bit. Definitely more meandery. I would say focus on your team, and then if there's anything that affected your team, or if you just need to truly call something out, because in your heart of hearts, you cannot, like, you have to shout this from the heavens, call it <laughs> out. But otherwise, I want to hear about Rub-A-Dub Chub, which is Chubless. Uh, <laughs> so let's the just chubless rub a dub chubs. If you want, I can um, introduce your team because I have a big quorum with your team. Well, I'll, I'll read them and then you. I'll tell you my thoughts and then you tell me because maybe I share your your quorum. That's um, <laughs> uh Chubless in Seattle, which they'll go by this year, is uh, Dak Prescott leading at the QB position. Christian McCaffrey, my RB one. Um, did I have first pick in this draft? You did have first yes, pick in this I, draft. All right, so this draft is a keeper league. It um, is a keeper league. Christian McCaffrey was not my keeper. I kept huh. no one. I had Chubb. I had Jones, I think. I don't know who else I had. Um, but I had, like, these guys who were, like, middle keepers. Um, like, good second-round guys. But I, I don't have a first-round guy. So I'm like, I'll just throw everybody back in the fire and maybe if – Everybody else doesn't throw anything in. I'll walk away with Chubb again. Um, 
My wife did not set keepers in this hmm. week. <laughs> hmm. What do you... Is this hmm. your, your qualm here? This is my qualm here. Hmm. What do you what do you want me to do? She didn't set keepers. I, I can't babysit her. It's her team. She's an adult. I think that you There's plenty of other people in this league that don't set keepers either. I know Kareem uh not uh, not, not Kareem Hunt. I know Kareem Alvin Kamara has gone back in to the draft like four times in this league cuz the guy who had him never set keepers then always got first pick and it auto drafted him again. So like he's gone in the mix a couple that times. That guy's not your it wife happens. under the same household. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think Twitter? Yo, I'd like? allow I'd allow a cohesion call even though there wasn't any if we knew the draft order going in. There's no way to you, cahoot and know I was picking first. I'm feeling so I listen. I throw your cohesion out the window. Cohesion. And uh you know, uh, so Christian McCaffrey here at my number one, um, number two, Damian Pierce as my running back two here. Um, then I have Chris Godwin in my flex currently, Devonte Adams at my wide receiver one, DK Metcalf at wide receiver two, led by Mario's favorite tight end, Mark Andrews at the tight end position. Broncos defense going up against Seattle week one. And folk legend Nick oh, Folk, my folk uh, hero. in my kicker spot. Another folk hero, Mario Lovechild, Cordero Patterson on my bench with my boy Bobby Trees. And then, Mario, you mentioned two QBs who are injury prone. That is Dalvin Cook, so I have Alexander Madison. And Christian McCaffrey, so I have Chubba Hubbard. Covering both injured, uh, high injury profile RBs here. Alexander Madison may even get traded and then eventually be like RB1 for another team. Who knows? I picked up um, running back doing fairly well for the Kansas City Chiefs in the preseason, uh, Pancheco. Um, and I picked up, I'm seeing a lot out of George Pickens, the wide receiver out of Pittsburgh rookie, who's been doing really well this preseason as well. So I got two flyers on that one. And then I have my backup QB, Jameis, Mr. Famous Jameis, uh, Jameis Winston, holding down my final bench spot. Now, we talked about Mario's qualm. My qualm with this team is Damian Pierce. I don't love that. This is the one team I went with kind of the hero RB slash no RB strategy. Obviously, I went hero because I got McCaffrey. But <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't like the strategy. I, I didn't want to do any of it, but just the way things were falling, there were such good wide receivers for me to take that I just didn't. Uh, and, and here with the Keeper League, a lot of those good RBs that were going in round three turn and then round four maybe, they're already on teams. So uh, RB yep. was harder to find in this league, so I ended up defaulting to this strategy. Um, and so I'm not really happy with my two RB being Pierce or Patterson, then I found out Pierce is the solo back, and I'm a little happier, so it kind of filled a little bit of the gap I had about this team. Um, but there's a lot of question marks here. Godwin, when does he come back at full strength? That's important. Um, DK Metcalf, what does he look like without Russell Wilson? That's important as well. And so once those question marks are answered, Dak Prescott, also a little bit of a question mark at QB. So... Uh, it will be interesting to see what we get into this season. This team, probably my least favorite of my drafted teams so far this year.
Any other words you got to say on this team, Mario, outside of your qualm, your original qualm? Yeah, so we already covered the CMC cohesion. We'll be echoing that all season, especially if I lose to you week one, which, of course, for content, Brady and I are facing each other week one. We in this face week. each other week one in every league except for one, I think. We're <laughs> in two leagues, so league. yeah, we're in half of what we do. Oh, we're in the we're sleeper in league leagues. too? We faced each other. Oh, I I have to check that. I know I still have my boy Chris Carson on the bench. You're supposed to beat me by like 13 in that league. I love that. And in this league, based off your best players and my best players, I'm supposed to beat you by like two or something. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's supposed to be 95 to 93 or something dumb. Those stats mean nothing in the beginning because... Like, you don't really know what you got in your team week until one, the season starts. Week one's always a shit show. I remember Zeke did terrible last year, week one, because he played the Bucks. But, I mean, he can't do that two years in a row playing the Bucks. Um, little <laughs> little spoiler. But So, your team, CMC Cohesion, we're going to echo that all year. Uh, sure. Whatever you say. I'm, I'm glad you've been listening. You sleep at night. I'm glad that this podcast at least has one listener, because I've been preaching... Cordell, I've been preaching Full Kiro, I've been preaching Mark Andrews, and you got all three of them. So that was I was a little hurt that you grabbed my dudes, but I'm a little. I happy. wanted I wanted other people, you know. Listen, but subconsciously, somebody took Kelsey right before me, and I'm like, come on, take Mark Andrews. He's the number one. So I ended up with him. Just listen, and, uh, subconsciously yeah. listen to my advice. I appreciate it. Um, and then I saw I have this up right now. In round six, you took Dak Prescott, and I've never known you as a person to take a quarterback above, like, double-digit rounds, especially, like, Dak's not even your type, you know? Like, that's just totally my jaw hit the floor. kind of my type. He's is on he? my he's on my dynasty team. I traded for him, if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I traded literally my type away for him. I had Trey Lance, and I traded him away for Zach, uh, for Dak. So, um... Electric. It's nice to have to root for less QBs, and uh, since I already have him on another team, I won't have to root against him there. The thing with Dak is, like, the six rounds early, and I think what happened was I was looking at Hurts, and he went, like, right before him. And so then I was like, oh, shit, like, I need I need a QB still, mm-hmm. and then you like, a lot of the good QBs are gone, and you start getting to, like, if you don't get Dak... You're getting Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers probably, which is fine. It's a 12-man league, though, so those guys could go, and you could be sitting there with Kirk Cousins as your QB one. Who I'm high on And a lot of QBs went early in the draft this year. So I think I just kind of was like, I got to go eventually, and I'd rather have Dak than Brady or Rodgers. And then God only knows if I give it up and all three of them are gone by the time it goes around to me again. Then you're in So that's kind of the early one. Uh, Let's talk about your team here, Mario. It's not going to be as clean of a talk because your guys are all on the bench and no one's in their starting position. But why don't you run us through your team here? Yes. So um, for those at home, here's a little strategy move I like to do. Bench all of your players every single week. Everybody has to earn their starting spot. I think that keeps the team hungry. Um, It also messes with your opponent because they can't just look at your projection. It's just zero mind games. Uh, I think that's what Sun Tzu, Art of War. You know, you want the battles won up here, and I'm pointing to my head. Um, I can't wait till this man has a busy Thursday. And just <laughs> fucking, oh, shit. I will say. So I didn't start my tight end this week. There was definitely a week <laughs> where I forgot to start Cordell uh, or, like, Nick Folk one year, uh, one game last year. 
and he Ooh. scored like 13 points on my bench, which for a kicker... And I then mean, you have to pick up another kicker. And then you need to hold two like, kickers. That's a disaster. Did that you do worst. that, though? Or was that the game where you were like, I'm not even going to I think I did. I think I'm, I did, I'm and I lost. I lost, but Nick Falk wouldn't have made a difference. And that's that helps us sleep at night. That's all you could ask for. So, okay. so tell us about the boys. Tell us about the boys. So our team features... Bah, bah, bah. We had two keepers... Um, Bray didn't use any of his. I kept Austin Eckler and Debo Samuel. Um, they speak for themselves. Round three, I took Ezekiel Elliott, who was also on my team last year. He's a keeper of mine in the past, so he's kind of like a third pseudo-keeper. So that's kind of funny. After that, we got David Montgomery. Round four, round Another five. one of Mario's boys. Another one of our boys. Round five, Allen Robinson the second. So kind of like the opposite of Brady, where he waited for running backs. I just plucked as many as I could here. So I got Allen Robinson, round five, Lamar Jackson, round six, kind of at the beginning of that uh, waterfall where Brady took his quarterback. Then I got A.J. Mm -hmm. Dillon, round seven, which this one I really, really held myself on. Uh, A.J. Dillon, I was looking at his ADP, where his ADP right now is 51 just about in standard scoring, and I got him at pick 81. So like a difference of 30. I think A.J. Dillon's going to finish top 20 in standard scoring this year. I don't know your thoughts on it. There could be a potential web wager there. No, I don't have thoughts. Okay. Um, after that, we got... <laughs> Just uh, kidding. We already kind of made this web wager on Twitter. Uh, I think he's going to be outside the top 20. Perfect. And I think he is. So Brady will put that on the board. Uh, while I rattle off my team, then we got Christian Kirk, who I already mentioned earlier, super high on. Tyler Lockett. You know, he is uh, one of my rider dies. You love him or hate him. Usually both. Dawson Knox is our tight end. We picked him up round 10. Dawson Knox, I think he is, you know, once the first couple go, I'm happy with Knox. Henderson, a player of my last year. And then just a couple random guys. Uh, Jamal Williams, Khalil Herbert, Michael Gallup I'm super high on. And then my defense, I picked the Eagles defense. Normally, I go by the data. The data didn't like the Eagles, but the Eagles are playing the Lions week one. You play they the NFC East a lot. They have such an easy season. They have such an easy season, but they're rated kind of low. And I was like, fuck Their it. defense is pretty good, too. They have added a lot of pieces. I'm, I'm high on them. So we got them. And then Ryan suck up the like Tampa them. kicker. Um, but there's a couple things like I want you to just mention about my team. So I already talked about AJ Dillon, uh, Gallup and Henderson and Zeke and Lamar were all on my team like last year, which is just kind of fun, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, so we got a bunch of keepers essentially. Zeke were them back for the three people. Bring it up. This could be the three for three, which, oh my goodness. I mean, so in our little group chat, someone texted like, can we just give Mario the money already? And like, there's nothing just like better ego boosting than that. <laughs> but so you talked about things you didn't love about your team so mine round three i was eyeing saquon barkley saquon is falling because there's a lot of new york fans in this league and they all just like hate the giants because they're either jets fans or giants fans so i'm watching saquon fall to the third i think saquon yeah. in a normal league should go like mid two late two at the latest so i'm salivating at the thought i get saquon at three nine three eight he goes devastated move to yeah, round i like saquon as well i'm a big believer i'm glad we're on the same page i was again salivating i thought i got in him um but then we also had a little bit of bad luck specifically this was i don't want to blame your wife but she drafted like on the other side of me round four mm -hmm. i wanted michael Pittman jr she snuck she sniped him from me there was a <laughs> there was a point i wanted hunter renfro in round eight she sniped him from me um mm -hmm. 
And then just like something that didn't snipe for me, but I wanted to give her a, a credit. And maybe even this was your doing, so credit to you. But she got Trey Lance in the 10th, which I really like. I think the mm. upside's great there. I kind of wanted him there. Yes. Um, I like him that. as well. Um, so what I do with Lindsay, Lindsay doesn't have a ton of knowledge about football, mm-hmm. you know? So like what, what I do in her work league is I'm like, I'm pretty much like grab this guy. Yep. But I'm in this league too. So I can't do that with her in this league because of a couple reasons. Like it would just be me having two teams, which doesn't make any fucking Cleveland sense. Spiders situation. Um, and then the other thing is like, I can't tell her who to pick because I don't want the opportunity to have Trey Lance there, which I saw and wanted myself. And then be like, well, I have the next pick after her. So I'll be like, you should get Kirk Cousins. You should get someone else. I don't want to tempt myself with that. So what I usually do is propose what position she should be going for. So I'm like, oh, there's a lot of the, we're in the running back dead zone. There's not a lot of great running back options out here. So maybe focus more on wide receiver. Okay, which wide receivers are good? Well, out of the ones that are left, I like Pittman. I like Higgins. I like whoever else is around at that time. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I'll skip the ones that I'm not as high on. And then she won't pick them because I recommended other ones or whatever. So this year it was a nice one because we were very far away from each other. So with Trey Lance, I was able to be like, pick up Trey Lance because he's not getting back to me anyway. So I didn't have to be like, you should probably pick up your backup QB. I like Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, and whoever was around. Mm-hmm. And then if she happens to pick him, she happens to pick him. I was able to be like, you should probably just pick him because it's not getting back to me anyway. So I'm not going to like sugarcoat it and give Love you that. anything out here. There's a collusion. Um, Therein lies the rub. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she... She makes her own choices, but it's usually through a uh, a smaller list of people than the whole fucking playlist there. And then it will be like, hey, you know, tight end's good early because Kelsey's still around. You might want to grab him, but you can also grab a running back here because I believe she came to that choice as well. Um, and then she chose Kelsey, which is why her second running back is like CEH. She She kind of like found her way into the dead zone because she ended up picking Kelsey early, which <laughs> I probably would have done myself, but like... Also. That's where Kelsey wants. You can do that mid-season yeah. trade. I understand. Well, you got much more of a team I'm trying to get out of drafts here. Running back heavy still, because I still think that's the way to go. And then when you look at your pass catchers, I don't love Debo Sambo, Samuel at his like ADP. Mm. Like, I don't... I, a keeper I was used for him. I know, but like, but, when you th- I'm just not as big a believer that he, he, I hate people who are like new to fame, new to, like new to being explosive. And he's kind of in that situation, like, like Mark Andrews, where I'm like, I think he's going to be good, but like, you never know. He could be trash. He's got a new QB this year. Totally so agree. Like the people who went after him, um, for non-keepers was Kelsey, Mike Evans, James Conner. And then you have to think mm-hmm. if Debo's on the board, then maybe someone that went above him, such as Javante, CD, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Javante Adams, maybe now you get one of those guys instead of Debo. So there's definitely that interesting Well, that's what, that's what happened with me. I put both keepers in, and I walked out with McCaffrey and Devontae Adams. Same. And so, like, Devontae Adams in the second round, I'd rather have him than Debo. Yeah. So, like, sometimes someone like Debo, I like to risk him sometimes. And you may walk out with, like, 
Swift instead of Debo or something something weird like that where you're, it's like a player comparable but like you may not get your guy back. You may lose a little bit of value, but you're not going to lose a ton and you may gain a bunch. Mm, so like that's well kind of what I tend to do if I'm not in love with my second. If my second's not a first, I usually drop the second and just go for it and hope somebody fucking sent two firsts And in hope there that Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor guy just forgot to set his keepers. People do it. That's what I do. Lindsay's this is the first year I think she has forgot because I usually yeah, tell she her, normally hey, has McCaffrey, Saquon. Yep. Other people in this league, though, forget to set keepers all the time. I told you Kamara's been bouncing in there a couple times. So I'm looking at my team, and I'm like, I could either have Chubb or go in, and maybe Kamara's there again, and I could grab him. Huge um, upgrade. And Chubb was there which if you wanted I would, him, but you took Adams instead, so you upgraded. Yeah. And it's standard, so Chubb's not as bad, but I just... I don't know. And if good Hunt gets traded, there's a lot of variables. But anyway, what I was saying is looking at your wide receiver core, <clears throat> I'm not huge on Debo, but he's a, a clearly a good wide receiver. And then you got Allen Robinson and Christian Kirk as kind of the other guys there. Tyler Lockett's there too, yeah. but like eh, he's more of a flex guy at most here. <clears throat> Christian Kirk, question marks on him, but follow the money. I'm not I think he'll be solid. And Allen Robinson, I think he'll be okay. Um, I don't think he'll be like top 10 or anything like that, but I think he could be in the top 20 possibly at the top half of it. Uh, I mean the bottom half of it. So I think that's the team I want to leave drafts with. Go high on these running backs, walk out with Zeke, Montgomery, and Eckler, and then it's a keeper league, so it's a little different. But if you're leaving with wide receivers, like even if you didn't have Samuel and you just had Robinson and Kirk, I'm like, okay, I'd rather Upside have that team guys. than a team that's leaving with running backs like CEH. CEH yeah, is your CEH RB2. Is, is tough it's like, to swallow. And that's why my team I'm not as thrilled with in this league because Pierce, while news has been great about him and people are riding his dick, Show me the and money. I think he could be an interesting player, he's on the Houston Texans. Bad teams. They've need. had plenty of plenty of backs there. Like you could have Cook go out there, and someone's got to catch a ball because James losing. Robinson. What is the running back doing? James Robinson two years ago. Listen, they had the shell of Blake Bortles and Minshew, and they're still mm. just Robinson's producing. Someone's got to trip Let's into hope the, for the end best. Zone. Let's hope for the best here with Pierce, and then I I like my team. But otherwise, if Pierce sucks, it's like I got Madison and Hubbard on the bench. And then your boy Daryl Patterson's gonna have to come in and do what he did last year. Oh my God, Corvell. but that's my home league. Let's take a trip over to your home league. Um, we can jump into my team first, since uh, yeah, you got the since you just spoke on yours. Jalen Hurts at QB, love it. He's my favorite QB to have, um, just because of his ADP combined with how good I think he's gonna be. Uh, I have Alvin Kamara on this team, which shocks the hell out of me because i remember that my first pick was eight and it was justin jefferson Crazy. and i was like let's go but then somehow alvin kamara out the deal as well sitting here with javante williams as my rb2 t higgins as my wide receiver two and then i have dallas goddard here at tight end and then when you look to my flex position it's going to be filled by the likes of antonio gibson while um Brian Robinson's out for a bit after getting shot a bunch. A steal. Um, a steal so, Gibson. Got a him steal in the of nine. the draft. Um, and then I have Terry McScorin, who's going to be my real flex uh, throughout the year. But when we look at my bench, I have backup QB. I'm noticing a trend here. Jameis, famous Jameis Winston. 
I have Daryl Henderson, a Mario favorite. Kareem yep. Hunt, so I could trade the Mario midseason again. Fucked up. I have my boy and yours, Alexander Madison, back again. Julio yeah. Hones making his way onto my team with like one of my last picks. I like Chris Olave this year uh, for New Orleans. I think he's going to be a good rook. And then Bobby Trees makes the team out here again. Um, kicker, Jake Elliott. Defense, this has been the defense I end up with a lot in drafts because I'm really looking at schedules. Uh, Tennessee Titans up against the New York Giants in week one. Qualms for myself on this team. I like this team. But <laughs> oh, okay, but. The only qualm I have is Javante Williams because I'm not a real believer in him. But if you go off rankings, you put in Terry McScorn at that flex, you go off rankings, this team is fucking stacked. I, I just needed just like one that. of the main tight ends and then this team would be fucking legendary but it i feel pretty good about this team this year so uh i'm thinking uh we'll have a successful playoff team this year i don't know if we'll win it all because anything can happen but um it's i think i'll make the playoffs with the, with this roster whereas my Stack home league team. not so certain this team um, i'm going through the lineups and i'm i know you just rattled it all off and so i'm a little echoing mm-hmm. but i see the flex and i see gibson and i'm like okay like that's where you lost me and so I'm like going down the bench. I'm like, Henderson has upside. Kareem Hunt, you know, he could actually be a guy. Madison's a backup. Jones is trash. And then Terry McLaurin is just snuck away on your bench. And it's like, even in it's non-GPR. Just because you, because it's my strategy. It's the opposite of Mario strategy. You take away all your projections so that people are like, I don't know what this guy's doing. This sucks. I wish I knew. And it just frustrates them. Mine is it's putting peacocking. the guys with the highest... So you look like you're going to crush them and then put in who you want to play the day of. No, that I, way, worst case scenario, I forget a guy and it's like, oh, Gibson. And Gibson may very well play week one. If he's going to be the solo back, if you do me a favor if you're on my team, take a look at uh, Gibson's stats from last year. He ain't bad. <laughs> like He ain't bad <laughs> last year. Oh, you can't see it on this site. Well, no, on the other site, on ESPN, you'll be able, you'd be able to see it. But he was pretty decent last year. I think he was a top 20. I think he was like 19 or 18 running back last year. Mm-hmm. So depending on Robinson being out these first couple of weeks. Let him ride against Jacksonville too. Fed. Against Jacksonville. Like, we're yeah, not gonna be so like he's sweating. a definite possibility to be a flex for some of these weeks. Um, T. Higgins should be healthy, but he obviously had like some shoulder issues last year during the season that he got worked on this off season. So um, he should be good, but he's not practicing very much right now. So who knows? So maybe it might have to. He might have to sit or something if he's if he's out for the game. And then I bring in Terry McScorn, the wide receiver, Antonio Gibson, in um, flex. But I'm. I'm pretty happy with that team. Why don't you tell me about your boys out here, the fuckest uppest, and let's let's see what kind of team you put on the table in this league. The fuckest uppest, also running it back. Um, we were picked four. We really, in our heart of hearts, wanted one of Taylor, McCaffrey, Henry. Didn't happen. You know, we were right on the bubble. We took Eckler. We got Eckler in the other league. Let's roll high on him. We got Swift in the second at pick 17. Love him at that spot. We're kind of talking ourselves into Swift, kind of like what you said about so many players. You want to see it first. I'm, I'm like situational about it, but I think Swift, I'm like, 
I gotta talk myself into it every morning. I, I have to be he's honest tough. with myself. He's like Javante Williams. You can see the path to greatness, you and he had some great games last year. But you know, you're a little worried. I'm looking at Javante, and I'm like, oh, he's got another guy in the backfield who could be taking half the carries. You're looking at Swift, and you're like, this team's bad. It seems the scoring opportunity is going to be there. So we'll see. We got Andrews high on him in the third. Uh, then we went Michael Pittman. You know, like I already kind of talked about at top of the show. I like him. Oh, he's down at the bottom. I didn't even see him. I'm like, this wide receiver staff's a little weak, but then we there got he is. Cam Akers at five. DJ Moore in our sixth round. Tom Brady, a little bit of a joke here where there's a, a diehard Patriots fan in our team who last year traded Tom Brady for Aaron Jones. Excuse me, he traded away Aaron Jones to acquire Tom Brady. He was auto draft this year, and he got Josh Allen in the third. So I was like, "Hey guys, like if I could jo- if I could draft Josh Allen in the third, I will in the seventh. Excuse me, if I could draft Josh Allen in the seventh, <laughs> that's what this is. I put the trade offer out there for a day. I then took it back. He didn't see it. He doesn't check this often. Um, but you're gonna trade for Josh Allen. Then I'm gonna offer Kareem Hunt for Josh Allen, and you're gonna send him my way, and we'll complete oh the cycle. And there's the cycle. We each took our trade bait guy. <laughs> So here we go. Damian Harris. Uh, and then Michael Thomas in the ninth. NFL.com's projections have him so low. But I noticed on ESPN in our league, he went in the fifth, sixth round. Um, so I'm happy to get I him. I don't love him that much. I, people who are out of in the, the league ninth, that long though. are tough. In the ninth? Yeah, no, I think that's a good time to get him. That's my but thing. But I just don't I don't, I don't, I don't know if everything I, I feel about him honestly everything like below tom brady feels like a lottery ticket damian harris isn't going to get the same number of touchdowns michael thomas yeah, you have a could lot be of ass for sure. alan lazard i'm just talking myself into somebody's got to catch the ball from aaron Rodgers. amari cooper i like lazard this year that's a good one amari cooper is the number one in cleveland but watson suspended 11 games hmm. mm-hmm. christian kirk Follow the money. We love him in the 12th. James Robinson. I know that Etienne is supposed to be the guy, but the upside, again, in the 13th round. It sounds a whole lot like a split recently. It sounds like a James Robinson early down or close yarded situation. Etienne, a pass catcher. James Whitish. So you might might have made out like a bandit there. We love that. James Cook, we drafted in the 14th. We already dropped James Cook for Kirk Cousins. I'm pretty high on Kirk Cousins and... Tom Brady will probably be his like top eight self, top five self. But just in case he's not, I kind of want a backup. Normally, I don't have a Kirk backup Cousins quarterback. Cousins is a great backup. I, I love think Kirk. He's like ideal. Listen, if people think uh, Jefferson's going to eat, like someone's got to throw to him, and they just acquired Jalen Rager um, from the Eagles, so <laughs> that's a high-powered offense. Uh, and then we got Boyd. We drafted Boyd. Boy, we dropped Boyd. Boy for Michael Gallup. We're super high on Michael Gallup. Right, uh, there it is. There it is. And then Buccaneers. I like Boyd Boys, Tyler but, Bass. you know, I mean, the uh, dude had 800 yards and five touchdowns last year. That's decent. You're, I like That Boyd. guy's coming off the waiver wires he early. Is. In one he of the is. Weeks. That's, maybe that's just a, a, my riches that he's the worst player on my team. But if either Allen, excuse me, if either Higgins or Chase misses any time, Boyd is like an automatic, like, one and a half. Yo, honestly, I'm looking at your team. I'm looking at my team. I need to see the rest of the teams in this league because these teams are both pretty stacked. And maybe it's because we went RB heavy and then we just filled in with other wide receivers. Like, But then when you're walking out, you walked out with Austin Eckler. 
All right, this one you kind of went... No, you want RB heavy. Eckler and Swift as your two RBs, and you get to walk away still with Pittman and DJ Moore as your wide receivers? Mostly and then just the guys. you could have Kirk, Lazard, and then or what if Michael Thomas? What if Michael tickets? Thomas just comes back? And he's like, guys, I'm still yeah. Michael Thomas. I'm back You now. might not even need him. You got Cam Akers if he comes back. And if Cam guy, Akers is like, he hey, huge. yeah, you know, he's the guy. This we, team is, is, is great, Mario. This team we, doesn't we get well better than, than week zero. That's when this team is the best. Because you look at this team and you're like, everybody here is like a wide receiver one or a running back one. But then <laughs> when three weeks into the season, it's like, yeah, so yeah. Amari Cooper has 10 total catches. Um, Lazard and Rodgers hate each other. Michael Thomas hasn't played football in three years. Um, you know, Kirk, Christian Kirk, why was he paid again? Like, same thing. <laughs> that could happen. So this is a beautiful week. I have – you have more, like, set solid players on your bench. I have some more lottery tickets like Chris Olave and um, Alexander Madison kind of thing where it's like someone gets hurt. Oh, boy. Like, these guys are going to go. But um, one of us, I think, at some point this year is going to have such a, a good time with the Rams running back who's not hurt. Whether Akers gets hurt or Henderson gets hurt, the other oh one God. of us is going to have a time. Great flex plays out here. <laughs> Absolutely great um, for content. But holy shit, I, I love both of our teams. You know, one, one last thing about our teams in my home league. So like NFL.com, like they do their little, um, you get an email, your draft recap. How great did you do? I'm projected mm -hmm. to be the, the number two seed in the playoffs. And mm -hmm. I got a B-plus draft grade. Brady <laughs> is projected to be the three seed, gets an A-minus draft grade, and a better record than I had. But I think I think it makes sense still. Well, the better record doesn't make sense. The better record I, like, is so. tripping. I was 11-3. and three. I think you... I can't remember if you were 10-4. No, four. I'm 11-3 and three also. Okay, we're both 11-3. and three. Or maybe I'm 10-4. and four. But I think getting a higher grade makes sense because i think i could have drafted better from my position when you factor in positions it might make sense because you had an earlier position so maybe it was easier for you to get a good team from that position so they're like oh you did great from the eight hole but i'm looking at the other teams players have in this league and there's a there's some good teams out here it's really going to come down to which players pop and which don't when you get to a 10-man league it's tough to like draft a bad team yeah. I'm seeing one here with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and their flex, and I'm like, ooh, this team's not as good. But even he's got Mooney on his bench and Cortland Sutton, who could be a flex guy there. So it's 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 tough, man. These are it's every team's good to start the year in this league, and it's just a matter of how the rest cracks. And I think where me and Mario really like separate in this league is our benches. I think our benches are a lot better than other teams, like. I don't know. I, like, this guy's got Isaiah McKenzie on his bench. And it's like... Oof. 12, 12, perfect wide for Wide receiver 12, three in Buffalo. It's like wide receiver two in Buffalo was Cole Beasley last year. And he was like, eh. He so was Isaiah McKenzie's potential is po Gabriel Davis-like amount of fantasy points. Which it wouldn't be good last year except for the one game. So, like... Uh, <laughs> not exactly like ideal to have on your bench and it requires injury to really become a relevant player um and even when that person gets injured it's like you could be the cole beasley 
And it's like, that's not even that great. That's like your, if, when you're upside, Cole Beasley. Right. If, if Dalvin Cook gets hurt, Alexander Madison now becomes a top 10 running back. In I the love that you have So, like, both. that's kind of, like, what we both have on our bench. Upside um, I think I'm a little more upside, guys, and you're a little more solid floor, guys. But we still have both good. Have this, a, a solid bench here. We'll circle the dates when we play each other in that league because it's not week one Which like the others. Luckily, isn't week one. Oh, um, my matchup in week one is uh, against Rick Pasley, um, and name. I am projected to win by five, a hundred to ninety-five. Love that hundred to start because love the hundred. This this league is hard to get over a hundred. If you're getting over a hundred, you're usually doing pretty well for yourself. A hundred is a so great. If score it all pans one. out, and that's what Jake Elliott projected for like four point eight, which is like the point that's very little. So like that's kind of crazy to me, but we we shall see how it all it all shakes out. Terry McScorn sitting on the bench for the first week. And what's your projections uh, for this league? Fuck us up, us up against Tuscan Raiders, who I think has a pretty nice team. Tuscan Herbert Raiders McCaffrey, has, Jones, yeah. Tyreek Hill, Williams out of... Uh, he's he's uh, very Mike heavy Williams in Miami. He's got Hill, Waddle, Tua. Fuck. He also has a couple Eagles, Gainwell, Devontae Smith. He's got Judy. Uh, yeah. He's got Jones and Dylan. Like he's very when he dips his hand in a pot, he he stirs it. <laughs> but his team's looking pretty good. Projected for ninety five. No way to know what Mario's team's projected for. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say eighty four. Um, there we go. So there that's we have the it. Up there. And that's week um, one. And like we'll just finish off quickly here with um, my final league, the solo league, which is funny because the guy I'm friends with that brought me into this league goes by the name Solo Undead in like all video game stuff. So it's it's a twofer, it's a pun. Um, but that league, I actually have to fucking go to, oh no. Um, let me just head over and see this team. I was looking at my team from my home league and I was like, I got Dak Prescott in this shit show too. Um, <laughs> Let me grab my team here. Yeah, find your squad. Mahomes, sweet home um, from last year. Don't have Mahomes again this year. I kind of like that theme of just running with a team, like running around a player's name that you don't have. (laughs) It's it's pretty. But we have to change it now. So we go with like Chubbless in Seattle, and then we go with like no one's Mahomes. So it's like, oh, I don't have this player anymore. I like that. This right. league has changed immensely from last year. Um, we have a new flex spot, wide receiver slash tight end. Uh, we only had uh, regular Ooh. flex last year. And then we also added another flex, a super flex, which I forgot Spicy. about for 10 rounds of my draft. Spicy. <laughs> so I waited on QB in a super flex league, and I'm not that mad about my team i was looking at it before i remembered the super flex and i was like this team is a god killer and then i remembered oh shit there's a super flex but let's go through it quickly here leading the charge tom brady um who i picked up in the 10th here as my first qb um my super flex qb is joe burrow so two solid qbs two two top 10 guys for forgetting for 10 rounds um i had the third pick in this draft uh, it went 
Taylor McCaffrey, and I disregarded Mario's rankings and went with Austin Eckler in the three-hole. Just get some of that PPR value out of him. I went with Mario Adamo favorite David Montgomery as my RB2. This wow. draft, I will say, did go a little weight at running back. The running backs just went off the board so quickly that I wasn't, like, ready for it. But I ended up with Montgomery. Um, my third running back is in my flex position here at Travis Etienne Jr., uh, hoping that that offense is a little more purring this uh, year and Travis can get some work done. And he should be catching a lot of passes out of that backfield. So PPR value, I expect to be fairly high for him. Uh, leading the charge at wide receiver, I have Devontae Adams. Sean Brady favorite T. Higgins in the second spot. Sean ba- Brady favorite number two, Terry McScorin oh in the God, wide receiver team. tight end flex. <laughs> And Mario Adamo favorite, Mark Andrews. Oh, at my end. God. I've got some Mark Andrews stock this year. Is this um, a six-man fin- league? No, this is an eight-man league. But oh my God. It, is, it is like a little more rounded out because we have an, two basically extra flex positions than usual. Um, so there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot more players drafted on these teams, which kind of balances it out with a 10-man. Um, and then I have Mario favorite Eagles defense and the best kicker in the league, Evan McPherson at kicker <sighs> on my bench, Chris Godwin's waiting for his time to shine. Oh so I got another good wide receiver, Jameis Winston, the backup QB of legend backing up you, Joe you're Burrow. You're definitely big in the Winston pot. He's a fantasy scorer and you could get him so late. I usually draft my backup QB, not at all, or right before my defense and kicker. And Jameis is there, and he's the highest upside that's around at that point. Alan Lazard I have here because same strategy as Mario. He's got to throw someone. Chris Olave gets another uh, team of mine. Brady's loyal Ramondre to his Stevenson guys. I have here. Um, hoping that, you know, Ty Montgomery takes a few games off and Ramondre can fill in as a James White role. I have Garrett Wilson, the only Jet I've drafted in four teams. Oh, my um, God. Just because we were getting down the table scraps at the end of this draft. There's like seven bench positions. It's wild. And then my last pick was James Cook, uh, Buffalo running back. Um, I don't know. Maybe Singletary just like they give up on him because they've almost done it a couple times. So who knows? Um, and that's my team in that league. Pretty, pretty sturdy team uh, looking at – yeah, or ESPN's like, this is our prediction at what the the playoffs are going to be. My team uh, was the third-ranked team uh, on their expectations. Um, and so we'll see we'll see how we go going into the season. Uh, I got a great matchup right off the bat, 159 to 159 as our two projections here. So <laughs> could go either way. That's why PPR, I don't like PPR. Those are... What are those numbers? Relax. Uh, I, I want to see some way. defense. I want to see defense played. There's no defense <laughs> there. I do have um, the Eagles' defense. Not go birds. There's one defense. Um, yeah, so that's my team. Anything on that team, Mario, that kind of stands out to you? Or it's hard to pick because it was so expertly drafted. But uh, <sighs> except for forgetting, you're in a super who flex is, for ten. Who rounds. is your two? Even that, it seems like everyone else did as well because you have two very real. It's like it's not like you have Mark Sanchez and Tim Tebow as your quarterbacks. Like you're more than fine. <laughs> no, when, I couldn't get them. They went earlier. They went earlier um, because they just win. But I wanted to ask your wide receivers. I know you have 
Godwin on the bench. Who's your two starters? I have three people in starting positions. Devontae Adams, okay. T. Wow. Higgins, wow. and Terry McScorn. Okay. So even that, it's like maybe it's an yeah. upgrade, but maybe Godwin it's not. Godwin might okay. find his way in. I'm a little concerned about Godwin's first couple weeks getting up to speed. But there's I don't no want to rush. rush him back. But there's no I'd rush. I'd prefer he took a few games Let off. Let him rest it. I'm worried they might rush him back. No shot. Brady wants his guys healthy. They got Julio Stat. Holmes and Russell Gage. They I got can, enough people to catch balls listen, out there with the, Evans. I can't see the other teams, but if they're like, I can't see. There's not enough talent in the NFL for like two other teams to be as stacked as you are. So maybe it's you and one other super team in the finals, but like you're gonna yeah. lose two games. It could go. It could go either way. You never know. And uh, Chris Godwin, of course, going up against. Uh, they don't have to use him because he's going up against, as you mentioned, Dallas, where Ezekiel Elliott's going to be shit for the first week. So, Listen, I traded him away week one last year. I got him in my hometown league, traded him for Joe Mixon, and we never looked back. Hey, nothing wrong with that trade. But oh. that's all we have here for our drafts. I got one more draft coming up. It's my work league. Um, you've already heard about my fifth league and Mario's third league. Our uh, dynasty league that we drafted a couple months ago at this point. So we'll see. I, I hate having five leagues because oh it's so hard to root for people because you're like, I'm against him in this one. And then the other two, I have him on my team. And I just, what if he does 20 points worth, but no higher and no lower than 15? You're like, all the rooting scenarios become a little obfuscated. But um, we'll see. We'll see how we go here. Yeah, Any closing thoughts on your teams, Mario? Love them all. Um, undefeated in both leagues. Uh, I'm going to have a pitcher list, um, like staff, like slow draft league. I don't know when it's starting. They asked if anyone wants to volunteer to be a commission. Is this a full league or a mock draft situation? This one's a full league. I guess they have um, three different leagues with like relegation. Like It's not for money, but it's just like if you finish top three, you move up to the next league. Um, since I'm a new hire, I'm starting at the bottom of the totem pole, but we're excited to move up. But we're kind of at a standstill now. Um, they asked if anyone volunteers to be commissioner. That was probably a day ago and radio silence. So we'll see if that mm. happens. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. Maybe I'll have to set up. up. But I'm going to commission my hometown league. Um, heavy as the crown. So we'll see. You do nothing in that league. Nobody's Stop fighting. That. It's not like the league out here where people Remember are like, this guy when Aaron this? Jones got traded for Tom Brady? I thought I was going to have to shut it down. I what thought did I was going to have to kick people. What did you do? You did nothing. <laughs> I let it play out. I let the people yeah, speak. exactly. You do nothing. That's a decision. That was a cognitive thought was to let it play out. <laughs> all right, buddy. Whatever you say. I was over here squealing. Here we go. That's all for this week's episode. Give us a follow at Not A Comp Podcast on Twitter. We're going to be posting a lot. We're going to be shit posting a little, but we're just going to get involved. We're going to be actually posting when our episodes come up, which, by the way, will be every Thursday morning as long as um neither of us fucked this up but we're gonna have fresh things on your thursday morning so you get a recap for the week one game as well as all of our thoughts for the weekend game i'm excited get excited this is season two of not a comp podcast like we out here we made it to a season two do you know how many shows on netflix don't make it to a season two resident evil didn't make a season two we did and next season on Netflix, we're going to have a TV show, actually, about fantasy football. So catch uh, us there as well. They told us not to. Yeah, we might have just broken the NDA there. We'll see if it's Oh, shit. Now. Yeah. Yeah, it might be canceled now. And there's no way to edit this out of the recording. But anyway, have a good time, folks. We'll see you next week on Not a Competition Podcast. That's right. Eat your veggies, kids. Peace.